If you would love to create a transformational and successful coaching business, but you don't know where to start or how to make this a full-time career, then my new certification program, Influential Coach, is for you. There is no other four-month live online mastermind like this. I'm going all in, guns blazing on this one with you to skyrocket your coaching career and personal brand online. You will learn the frameworks I personally use for rapid transformational coaching so you can support your clients to achieve their dreams no matter where they are in life. You will also learn how to authentically brand and market yourself as a coach so you can stand out from the rest and build a career of freedom and fulfillment. Spots are limited and this is an application only program. So if you're serious about finally committing to building a successful career in transformational coaching, then head over to imjoelbrown.com slash coach and apply today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. I'm your host, Joel Brown, and I have with me today a legend in the self-development space. We have Mr. Bob Proctor, who's an incredible best-selling author transformational coach and speaker. Bob is also featured in the hit movie, The Secret, and the hit movie, Think and Grow Rich. Amazing stuff. Bob and I have connected a couple times in the US, and it's awesome to have you here finally on the podcast, Bob. How are you doing out there? I'm doing great, Joel. Thanks for having me. Wonderful, wonderful. So, Bob, You're doing a great job. Yeah, thank you, mate. Appreciate it. So, Bob, what is the most fascinating or astounding thing that you've come across in the last year? Oddly enough, I think this business of ours has picked up with this virus that's going around. People are staying home and they're starting to pay more attention to themselves, I think. There's been a tremendous change. We've been very busy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting, Bob, that, you know, some people can look at this, this time right now that we're in as a time of struggle, you know, a time of chaos, or you could look at it in a different way and say, you know what, this could be a launching pad for my dreams. This is the perfect opportunity to pivot and to shift, shift the chess pieces on the board. Well, you know, when you stop and look at it from that perspective, Joel, uh, you're dealing with an orderly universe. And where you're dealing with the laws, nothing's all bad, nothing's all good. And if something's real bad, it has to be real good. If it's not very bad, it's not very good. You know, it's the flip side of the coin. The law of polarity decrees everything as an opposite, and it's equal and opposite. So when there's something really bad happens, there's something good in it if you'll look for it. It may not be easy to find, but when you find it, it's there. I love that. I truly love that. When you and I connected, well, it would have been about three years ago, uh, for the first time, we were in Denver, in Colorado, and we're on set for the We Rise Up movie. Sure. And I asked you a question back then, and you answered it so powerfully. And I asked you, what are your thoughts on faith? What does faith mean to you? I'd love to ask you that question now and see if, see if it's changed. Well, there's a book that I read many years ago, uh, God Works Through Faith by Robert Russell. It is without question one of the greatest books you'll ever get your hands on. I asked a man one time, Clarence Smithson, he was in charge of Equal Opportunity with World Book. Now I'm going way back to the early 70s. And he gave me the best definition of faith I have ever heard. He says, faith is the ability to see the invisible, to believe in the incredible, and that will permit you to receive what the masses call impossible. You see the invisible. You see it with your, with your imagination. You believe in the incredible. There's a power within us that will take any image we build and instantly begin to move it into form. And that's by a law, the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. Energy is forever moving into form. So it's the movement that takes place between spirit and form within us is actually what prayer is. And faith is the same thing. Mm. Wow, what a beautiful definition. Thank you so much. Bob, if you could choose 
to go back in time somewhere in history. Either you've lived it, it's in your day and age, or it's, you've studied it at some point. What time would you have loved to have been born or put into? And what do you feel is the, the greatest experience that you could have had there that you could bring as a lesson for people today? To be awful honest with you, Joel, I would never want to live in a better time than right now. I have had a very interesting life. And I wouldn't want to go back. I love this one. Now, I have studied some things in history that I love. I love studying Patton in the Second World War. I mean, he was such a great general, really a tough guy, you know. But of all the times I've studied in history, I like this better than anything. This is a... We are living, I think, in the golden age that we've been working of and dreaming and slaving and dying for for thousands of years. This is really the golden age. Look, at there you are sitting in the Gold Coast in Australia. I'm sitting here in Toronto, and it's like we're sitting right across the room from each other. We can look at each other where time is uh, real time. See, this is an illusion that there's a space between us. Well, I'll tell you, when I was a little kid... We didn't have a phone. Now, I've been around for quite a while. But as a kid, I think I was 15, 16 when we got a phone. I remember the phone number was Oxford 3137. I think everybody remembers their first phone number. I did anyway. <laughs> and when we did get a phone, it was a party line. There was probably 100 different people on that line. So if you're on the phone, you'd, fear, you'd hear the other people picking up the receiver. We had trouble getting a phone because there weren't that many phones. We were not aware that there was an infinite number of frequencies that we could use. You and I have our own frequency on phones. I've got two phones. Here's another one. I've got a black and a white one. And both of these phones have their own frequency. We have millions of frequencies today, and we've all got our own frequency. You've got one. i got one. I can get on yours. You can get on mine with a phone. If we had suggested that, when I was 16, people would look at us like we had fallen out of a tree. <laughs> this is an exciting time we're living in. I love this. So what do you say to those out there right now that have the fear in them? You know, Because there's a certain element of what we're experiencing as a collective where and I've had a lot of people message me, Bob. They're like, you know, is this the great awakening? The... Um, the world leaders at the World Economic Forum are calling this the Great Reset. Some people are saying it's revelations. You know, there's all these different things that are going on. Yeah. It's a huge conversation and people are highly confused and they just want certainty. What would you say to, to the collective that are listening to this right now in this podcast? Listen, there's only one problem in the whole world and that's ignorance. That is the only problem there is. And fear is caused by ignorance. We've got to be aware that we are God's highest form of creation. We have awesome faculties, and unfortunately, we, as a people, don't even develop them. Everything that's going on, I believe, is supposed to go on, to get us to where we're ever going. We live in a constant evolution of change. And the law of the animal kingdom, of which we're a part, is adapt or die. We've got to adapt to the changes that are going on. We've got to learn how to live with it. We can't sit back and be afraid, what's happening, what's happening? Wake up and go and do something. We've got to start studying. We've got to start understanding ourselves better. The average person knows nothing about themselves. We go around living through our senses. We go by what we see, hear, smell, taste, touch. i got two little dogs in the house that can see, hear, smell, taste, touch. Do you know we're the only creature on the planet that's totally disoriented in our environment. All of the other little creatures, all of them, are completely at home in their environment. They operate by instinct, which is perfect. We had instinct removed, and we had intellectual factors put in their place. We are disoriented in our environment because we have been given the ability to create our own environment. The average person doesn't know that. We put them right through our educational system, and they come out and know virtually nothing about themselves. We go right through our educational systems. We learn nothing about earning money. 
People think you go to work to earn money. Uh, we have perception, the will, reason, imagination, memory, intuition. These are all higher faculties. We're creative beings. We can do great work, and we should be all the days of our life. But we, to sit in fear is an absolute shame that a person would do that. I, I don't understand them. I really don't. Yeah. Yeah, I love this. What a positive frame. It's like understanding and acknowledging that you have this gift. There's just so much power that resides within you. We're so blessed. You can't let it go to waste. Do you know, I was thinking when I was looking at your show, Addicted to Success, Joel, that's how my life got changed. Yeah. I, um, I was given this book by a man. It says, Think and Grow Rich. And then, and he said, he spent his whole life writing this book. He said, I think it would be a prudent move on your part if you spent the rest of your life trying to understand and apply it. Well, and he told me, if I would do what he told me, I could have anything I want. So he got my attention. I didn't think that was true, but I believed he believed it. And then I got a hold of Earl Nightingale's condensed narration of this. Mm. People ask me, how did I change? I think I got addicted to this. I really do. Uh, honest to God, I do. And I've said that many times. I had never heard people talk like this before. Mind you, I was born in 1934, right in the heart of the Depression. When I was five, six years old, the whole world went to war. So everybody's father was gone, shooting at somebody else in the Pacific or in Europe. And um, times were tough. It was a rough time. Everything was rationed, you know, everything was negative, there was war going on. And I got listening to these recordings, and wow, they were so inspirational. I couldn't stop listening to them. And it was through the repetition of listening to them, I reprogrammed my mind. I got addicted to success. When I saw the name of your program, I thought, wow, that's... <laughs> that's it that's what happened this this is crazy bob i'll tell you what i used to work up north in the deserts of western australia and i'm not not joking i used to catch snakes and lizards and kangaroos i used to work in the environmental team that was my job and i remember sitting in a hilux car driving up and down in the desert listening to think and grow rich and what's really insane is you know that book just really kept me in such a positive state it was like a 52 degree Celsius days, 12 hour shifts, you know, was, I filled my mind with self-development and it just, I think there's something, something there when you see this formula for hope, right? It's like, wow, my life could be better than it currently is. And then after, you know, listening to the audio book and reading the book, being in the movie with you, Think and Grow Rich, it's, it just shows you how close your dreams really are. So anyone that's listening to this, your dreams are closer than you think. Oh, listen, right there. Well, you and I got it the same way. Yeah. We got it exactly the same way. You see, I was listening to this, and I was taking baby steps, you know, moving ahead, but I was moving at a pretty fast clip after I got into it. It was so good. I thought, why doesn't everybody want this? <laughs> I couldn't understand why people wouldn't listen to it. Anyone can win. There's no need of anybody losing. Doesn't matter whether you have formal education or you, do, or you don't. None of that matters. You can become wealthy. You can become happy. You can do whatever you want. We can create our own life. You know, the crazy part, we can just take a pen and sit down and say, this is what I want. And write it out in the present tense and then go and do it. Yeah. So, so how do, okay, Bob, let's break this down because this is great. How does this work on a scientific level or universal level? And then also, if there was some sort of a framework around this that you would teach in the time that we have, what would it be? If someone was to, to listen to this right now, they have their pad and their pen in front of them. What do we do? Well, I think, first of all, you guys, we start out the same way 
Ray Stanford started out with me. If the person's losing, he said to me, my way's working, yours isn't. Why don't you try mine? <laughs> that made sense to me. So if somebody's listening and they're having trouble, my way's working. I earn all kinds of money. I have a great life. I have a very exciting life, actually, and it keeps getting better. Now, if you want to live like that, here's where you start. Take a pen, sit down, and write out in the present tense whatever it is you want. I am so happy and grateful now that I'm earning enough money to live the way I really choose to live. That might be a start. Well, if you write that, then the next thing you're going to start doing is thinking, how would I earn that kind of money? Well, if you keep thinking about it, you're going to start hear people talk about it. See, that's what I did. I wrote it on a card. I still carry the card in my pocket. Not that one, but I've always carried one. This is my gold card. And I wrote on it, I would have $25,000. That was in 1961. I mean, that would be like you and I saying, we're going to get a billion by tomorrow. I mean, it was just <laughs> so far out of my reach. But what it did, it got me thinking of earning money. Now you say, well, weren't you thinking of that before? No, I was thinking of debt. I was thinking of hard times, troubles, bad times. And I got, th reading this card, I kept thinking of earning money. I heard people talking about earning money. I started to find ways to do it. Somebody said there was good money cleaning floors. I said, I'm not proud, I'll clean floors. I ended up in five years cleaning floors in Toronto, Montreal, Boston, Cleveland, Atlanta, London, England. Now I was studying this stuff all the time. And I was studying Earl Nightingale's recordings. And then I made up my mind I was gonna to go to work for him. And I did. So I think where a person starts, Joel, they gotta sit down and write it out. You've got to write it out, not just thinking about it. That's not good enough. You've got to think about it. And you write it down in the present tense. I am so happy and grateful now that I have. And write it out. And then just think how you can. Don't spend any time thinking of why you can't. Any dumbbell can figure out why you can't. Figure out how you can. Don't talk to anybody about why it won't work. Only talk about how it will work. Yep. Yep. This is, this is so profound. You know, Bob, 11 years ago, I casted a 10-year vision for success. I got really detailed about my future. And within six years, I was living in my 10th year. Now I travel the world and teach thousands, tens of thousands of people how to do the same. And I have my students now on average are achieving their third and fourth year vision within the first year. What's your advice around vision casting or living in a vision? Oh, wow. Well, I, think, I think you start out with your purpose. And I have a purpose. My purpose is to live and work in a prosperous environment that encourages productivity and pleasure so that I can improve the service I render to my family, my company, my community, my nation, and ultimately the world. So I've got a big vision that takes in the whole world. I think that's very important. And you have a multiplicity of things that you want to do. That was my purpose. My vision, I see it as a long range. It's like a funnel coming out of your head and going away out. A multiplicity of great things you want to accomplish. And write them all down. Put them all on paper. Then your goal is taking a bite out of that vision. This I'm going to do right now. And as you're working towards it, other things keep coming. But you see... What you did when you wrote that is no different than an architect sitting down and making a design to build a house. I mean, what the hell? That's how a house is built. It's how cars and boats are built. It's also how lives are built. You sit down and you write out what you want. You see, in 1973, Joel, I took a pen and I said, I'm going to build a company that operates all over the world. Our company now operates in 89 countries, and it's growing. It's, it's all in a vision. What you're saying, everybody should do it. 
and they don't understand it. That's why they don't do it. So you should study it. Study it, for goodness sake. You know, I got this book, You Were Born Rich. Anybody can go online, download it for nothing. Just go to bobproctor.com. You'll find me. And get the Born Rich book. The idea behind it, everybody's born rich. Most people are just a little short of money. This will show you how to do whatever I've done or whatever you're doing. Get the book, download it, and then start to do what it says. Yes. Yeah, it's all available to us. There's no excuse, right? No. So, Bob, I would love to understand who are you at 15 years old? Let's climb into the, the mind of a younger Bob because I want to see if there's a pattern here. We've interviewed a lot of successful people, especially in the self-development, speaking, coaching space, entrepreneurial space, and I'm starting to feel like there's a bit of a pattern. All right. If you could share with me, who were you at 15 years old? That would be awesome. I was a mess. I was a scared, skinny kid with a terrible self-image. Didn't like anybody. Didn't like anything. Wouldn't do what I was told. Um, quit school. Two months high school. Went and took dumb jobs. Joined the Navy. Same thing. Came out. Worked in bars and in factories. I was a very, you know, I've thought about, I was always unhappy. I was never happy. People say, well, you must have been happy as a kid. No, I wasn't. I was unhappy all the time. I think I had fun from time to time. But there's a distinct difference between having fun and being happy. Fun is something that's very shallow and it's very short-lived. Happiness is something that runs very deep and it's long-lasting. I was never happy. Did have fun from time to time. And it wasn't until I was 26 when the man got me reading this book, Think and Grow Rich. This book, Joel, has fallen apart. I've been reading it every day now for, since 1961. Wow. It's almost 60 years. Yeah. Wow. I love this. So, Bob, you've been obviously in the self-development space for... 60 years plus, right? What do you believe is a really important thing? Maybe it's a couple things or a few things for anyone that's entering into the space as a speaker or a coach, because we have a lot of speakers and coaches that listen to this podcast. What advice would you give to them on becoming a greater transformational coach and speaker and or building your speaking and coaching business? Because they're two different things, right? You've got being a coach and actually building the business around it. What would your advice be? Well, I would, if they're new, I would study what I'm doing and duplicate as much of what I'm doing as you can. Really study what I'm doing like a scientist. That's essentially what I did. See, I think that's the problem with most people. It's no different in this business. If you really want to win, go to somebody that's winning. Find out what they're doing. Do what they're doing. There's an infinite potential. There's more than enough for everybody. You don't have to compete with anybody. I don't compete with anybody. I don't even know what anybody else is doing. I only know what I'm doing. And I know nobody else is doing what I'm doing because nobody else is me. So this is, without question, today, this is the best business in the world to get in. It's without question the highest paid business. There's nothing where you can earn as much money as you can in this business. And that, uh, Joel, is based on a law. The law of compensation is very clear. The amount of money you earn is in direct ratio to the need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty there is in replacing you. The need for what you do. There's a greater need for what we do today than there ever has been in the history of civilization. If there's a lot of coaches and uh, personal development people that you know tune into your show, um, don't think that there's too many people. Don't think there's too many coaches. There is more. I don't even know how we can handle more business, and yet we're always going after more. I built a studio. This is literally a TV station. 
Uh, we've got multiple cameras. I can broadcast all over the world from here, and I do. We run a seminar from here to, uh, the last one I think went to 119 countries to a few thousand people. It was a seminar we were doing. We sold it. There's, there's such a phenomenal opportunity. Um, get a book. For God's sake, get a book. A book makes you an authority. There might not be anything in it. It doesn't matter. People think you're an authority if you got a book. Now, I went for years without one. I was 1984. I was 23 years before I wrote a book. But if I had known then, I'd have started writing as quick as I could. There's all kinds of people that'll help you. Go and um, check out um, Peggy McCall. Peggy McCall. She uh, runs courses on writing books all the time. Study what somebody else is doing. Study what Joel's doing. Do what he's doing. Study what Bob's doing. Do what Bob's doing. I help anybody as much as I can. There's, there's more than enough room for all of us. There's a big job to be done. Listen, school's not teaching anything about this. We can go right through school, know nothing. We come out, what's perception about? Perception changes your whole world. We have perception. That's a mental faculty. We can look at anything and change it, make it better. Somebody should be watching what I'm doing, say, I can do it better than him, do it better than me. Go ahead. We have memory, our memory's perfect. It's just weak, we want to develop it. Imagination, the will. When Dr. Warner Von Braun was asked by, uh, by President Kennedy, what would it take to build a rocket to go to the moon? He said, the will to do it. Most people don't even know what the hell the will is. The will is a mental faculty that gives us the ability to concentrate. I remember I got on a plane shortly after the secret came out. I was sitting in uh, 1B. And the first seat on the plane as you walk on. Another guy, a guy got on and went in, sat in 2A. So we're sort of crisscrossed from each other. When the plane got off the ground, he reached over and touched me on the shoulder. He said, I think you could help me. And I laughed. I said, well, probably could. What do you, what, how do you want help? He said, I'm a professional golfer. I'm on our way to the FedEx. I said, I could help you a lot. And I did. I got together with him, and um, he and I became friends. And I taught him how to develop the will. I said, golfers have to concentrate. The will is a mental faculty that gives you the ability to focus on one thing to the exclusion of anything else. It's sort of like shutting all your senses down and zero right in. When you focus, you're taking the energy that flows through you and you're sending it off and you increase the amplitude of vibration, more energy. It makes you many times more powerful. Well, there's all kinds of things like this we've got to learn and teach people. Changes their life. Yeah, you know, Bob, it's really interesting. I feel like the systems and even society at that, that we're brought up in, almost is structured in a way where it has to be general to cover as many people as possible, but it also can be very limiting. I find that entrepreneurs oh. are like the true rebels. They're kind of like the pirates and the rebels that challenge the system and use right. critical thinking, right? Joe, we had a woman in here, right in here in the studio this afternoon, Joel. In fact, it was on Facebook. We, we had it filmed and it was on Facebook Live. She started with us as a consultant in November. She has earned over a million dollars with us this year, selling for us. Over a million. Now, we've got three or four of them that have done that. That's a little out there. Not, not, we don't have that many earning over a million, but we do have people earning over a million dollars. Here's a woman that... Um, she was earning maybe a couple hundred thousand in network marketing, and she got working with us. She's earned over a million dollars. Well, in this business, and she has clients all over the world. She got them on Facebook. There's such tremendous opportunity in this industry. Yeah, and, and to go back to what you were saying before, I think it was really powerful in the sense that there's always going to be more students than there are teachers. So, oh, like, for sure. Yeah. Don't ever think 
that it's crowded. It is not crowded. You see, the beautiful truth about it, too, is Joel Brown is unique. There's only one Joel Brown. Go find another guy that was out wrestling snakes and uh, kangaroos and alligators in 50-degree temperature. I mean, that is a developing concept. Well, find another one that's done that. Find another guy that's gone where I've gone. You're not going to find them. We're all unique. We all bring something that is peculiar to us, to the party. And the fact that we've done something qualifies us to help tell somebody else they can do it. So there's so much room. Oh, my goodness. The opportunity in this industry is, is astronomical. Yes. Oh, I believe it 100%. This, it's so good to hear it in this time right now as well, because I think a lot of people will try and come up with all sorts of excuses to stay in their comfort well, zone. Hey, listen, we are, we are programmed. We have a paradigm. I'm big on paradigm shifting. And our program, we're programmed genetically and then we're programmed environmentally. So we can have all kinds of knowledge, but the knowledge is in our conscious mind. And that's not what controls our behavior. Our body, our behavior is controlled by our subconscious mind, and that's where the paradigm is. Well, we are programmed to look at the negative. We're programmed to look at the competition. We're programmed to look at why it won't work. we got to change that. And when we change it, then teach other people to change it. There's phenomenal opportunity today. When you talk about the people in this industry, there's nowhere near enough people in this industry. Um, look at the network marketing industry. One of the, that's a phenomenal industry. I always said that if I wasn't doing what I'd do, and I'd be in network marketing because it's all about personal development. It's not what about products at all. That's almost a, a false front. Now, they have good products, but it's all about personal growth. They get them setting goals, going for another pin, going higher, earn more. And that is what our society has not taught us up to this point. That's why network marketing is so successful. Yeah, I agree. It's a great vehicle. It's a great vehicle for sure, mm -hmm. especially if you don't have your own product or service. It's a great way mm -hmm. to, to make yeah. money from nothing and go into it and, and learn how to build, and I call it develop this like rhino skin, right? Because you do get rejected quite often in this space. So if you can learn the skill set of sharing something valuable that you, you desire for other people to have in your life, there's a lot, a lot of rewards that come with that for sure. I think what everybody should remember, Joel, is that we don't get rejected. The people that we think are rejecting us don't even know us. So how yeah. could they reject us? What they're rejecting is our presentation. We've got to improve our presentation. We've got to get it down where they're going to want what we've got. We've got to present it in such a way they think, I hope you'll sell it to me. <laughs> you know? Our job is to make people want things. We're want creators. That's really what we are. Yeah, absolutely. We're blessed. We're blessed. We're given this gift to be able, from oh, a creator, to be able to create. There's no question about it. Yeah, I love that, Bob. Bob, we're all human, right? None of us are perfect. What would you say has been one of your most human moments? Like when you cried or you had like a real big breakdown, which then turned into a massive breakthrough, maybe a savior moment for you. What was it? Well... I've probably had three or four of them in this business where I lost everything. And I think I was fortunate enough that I had enough of this in me that I wouldn't quit. But it was, it was sad. It was so disheartening. I... Um, I trusted people I shouldn't have trusted. I, um, and I did that because I thought they could do it and I couldn't. You know, it was my own fault. I found that 
the man that gave me that Think and Grow Rich book, he taught me a great lesson. He said, Bob, you're the only problem you'll ever have, and you're the only solution. Well, in these moments of despair, I guess you could call them, that kept coming back to me, that I'm the only problem I'll ever have, and I was the only solution. I've never lost that. And so that kept coming in these dark spots, and then the fact that if it's real bad, it's real good. You can't have anything that's all bad. Everything is both bad and good. The truth is it's neither except our thinking makes it so. Everything is. And we make it good or bad. Everything just is. So as I learn more, I've got to the point now where if our loss or drop is big enough, it can be accelerating. It really can you think, wow, I lived through that. Hell, I can live through anything now. And away you go again. You know? Now, I haven't, for the past 15 years, I've been on the positive side of the ledger, going up, earning more, doing better, more successful. And I guess because I paid my dues. Now, we've got a phenomenal team of people in our company. It isn't me. Um, I'm only part of it. We just got an absolutely incredible group of people. And I think that's one of the tricks in this business, too. You, you can't do it alone. You've got to get some good people to work with you. you know? Yeah. It, I, I say often to my team, I said, man, if I could just clone at least three or four of me, <laughs> we'd be off to the, the next level of the races. <laughs> It, it can be like that sometimes. And it takes time, doesn't it, Bob? You, you've got to have that patience as well. You focus and you're patient. Over time, it comes together. Every, everything takes time. Yeah. I mean, listen, rather than be in a rush, rushing is forcing and forcing the gates. What we want to do is enjoy the trip, enjoy what we're doing. I've had a very good day today. I started about 10... A little over 12 hours ago, right in here. And I've had a big sales meeting with all our salespeople for about an hour. I've done uh, a two hour mastermind with a group of people. Um, what else did I do? Something else, and I've forgotten exactly what it was now. What was it? Oh, yeah. We presented this girl with a new, with an award for earning over a million. Um, I've done a lot of work, a lot, a lot of things going on today. And I feel so blessed that I have these things to do. But we've got, we've got a great group of people. And you really, you really have to have good people. You know, I think if you're brand new, the trick is get somebody to work with. It's very lonely when you're alone. And you, you want to have somebody to work with. Mm. I love this. I love this, Bob. If somebody came to you and said, Bob, I wish to be and will be your apprentice and you were to teach them two to three major things to carry on as a legacy into this world, what would it be? If you were to cross the great divide, meet your maker and you were to leave something behind here on earth, what would it be? Well... They have to get really good at teaching this material. And to get really good at teaching it, you've got to be really good at studying it. Now, we have a few people that are very good. I have a business partner, Sandy Gallagher, who uh, is a very good teacher. I've got a son that could be, if that's what he wanted to do. It doesn't look like that's really what he wants to do. But you have to be a serious student. I study every day. You have to study all the time because your mind is forever expanding. Like I had a text from somebody today over in Germany and they said, you're so wise, why do you think this has happened to the world, what's going on right now? And I said, I don't know why, what's going on. I don't know why this has happened. That's precisely why I study every day. I want to keep 
increasing my awareness so I'm aware of why and what's happening. And that's all we ever do is develop a greater awareness. We expand our level of awareness. And so I study every day, and I think that would be, um, that would be something a person would have to do. Mm. But you don't do it because you have to. You've got to do it because you want to. You know, you've got to really want to. I've got such inquisitiveness for this. And it's like you say, addicted, like I'm addicted to it. I really am. Um, success in itself is, uh, is a pretty simple thing. It's the depth of it and the height of it that you want. Success, I think Earl Nightingale put it very well, is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. If you know where you are and you know where you're going and you're progressively moving in that direction, you're a successful person. It's got nothing to do with what you've got or what the target is. It's the direction that you're moving in, you know? So I think you have to find people that are real great students of the material. We've mm. got a few of them. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, you, you've been so committed to this for so many years. I love it. Bob, you're well-respected in the space. And I know that we're not able to get to this level unless, unless there's certain things that we believe about ourselves to be true. I teach... It's called the four dimensions of excellence. You know, I've interviewed hundreds and hundreds of people on this podcast. I would write down their answers and I would notice there's these patterns, right? And there were these four areas that kept showing up over and over again with all these successful people. You're Tony Robbins, Deepak Chopra, Gary Vaynerchuk, Lisa Nichols, right? And what I found was it was they knew their values, their top values, and they lived in their values. They knew what they, they believed about themselves to be true. They committed to their habits and they also acquired or hired a certain skill sets to get there. For you, what would you say are three or four main beliefs that you believe about yourself that are empowering that if anybody's listening to this, if they hear it, they're like, wow, okay, that's something that I can bring on board and start focusing my mind on believing about myself. What would it be? Well, I truly believe that I am God's highest form of creation. I don't believe there's anything on the planet that is greater than me. Now by that, I don't mean that in an egotistical sense. I mean that, that I am a creature with awesome power. I can connect to all the power of the universe. You see, all the power of the universe is omnipresent. It's 100% evenly present, all placed at the same time. It's all-knowing, and it's all-powerful. That means it's within me. And so, I am directing this power. I believe spirit awaits direction from the soul. We are a soul. I don't think I have one. I think you are one. We're a spiritual being having a physical experience. Most people think they're physical, and periodically they have a spiritual experience. That's not the way it is at all. We're spiritual beings. We're living in a physical body. But we have these phenomenal faculties, Joel, and we can take these faculties and we can develop them to a phenomenal degree. And the more we develop them, the greater awareness we develop, the closer we move to our ultimate aim to become one with our Creator. And... I believe we're all exactly the same in that respect. The difference is in our results. So I believe that I truly am God's highest form of creation. I believe I have a responsibility. I'm obligated to develop myself to the greatest degree I can, to develop my higher faculties. I work at developing my intuition all the time. Perception, the will, reason, imagination, and memory. That's what makes me the creative being that I am, those higher faculties. Most people don't even know they have them, let alone how to develop them. Our good friend Wayne Dyer, he used to say, when you change the way you look at something, what you look at is going to change. Well, of course, what you're doing is shifting your perception of something. People want to change their perception of this virus that's going around. They want to quit looking at it as a terrible thing to be afraid of. Fear nothing. Whatever you're afraid of, you put yourself in harmony with it, you're going to attract it. 
I'm firmly convinced our life operates by law in an orderly manner. We're obligated to gain an understanding of the laws and then how to work in harmony with them. And I think we are obligated to help as many people as we can. I think we should all learn more, learn better how to earn more money. There's no school teaches us how to earn money. I think we're obligated to earn as much money as we can because we want to put it to work. The money we earn can extend the service we render far beyond our own presence. Our company's been building schools in Africa now for quite a few years. We've built a lot of schools. Thousands of people are getting employed or, or educated because we had the money to do that. That's what it's for. So this is where I think. I don't sit down with, I got one, two, three, four, or something like that. I've got a, a way of thinking, a philosophy about who I am and what we're capable of doing. And I think that regardless of what's happening, no matter what anybody else is doing, I've got to grow. I've got to do the best I can for as many people as I can. I should help everyone I can. And that's the way I live. Bob, this is so powerful. This is so powerful. Thank you. A couple more questions. We're going to wrap up very, very shortly. If you were standing before God, what would your question be for God? What would you like to know? How did I do? <laughs> <laughs> How did I do? <laughs> wow. That's yeah. really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. I try to live in harmony with God's laws as much as I can. I know that I don't all the time. And um, there's still the part of the paradigm that I'm working on, but I attempt to. And um, I must be doing okay. I'm 86 and I'm still going strong. Um, I work every day and I do the best I can. So I think I'm probably on the right track, but I know one thing that I can be better than I am. And that's what I work on every day. Yes, you're such a soldier. I love it. I love it, Bob. Now, Bob, where can we find you online? What is your latest project, book, event uh, that you have to share with the Addicted to Success listeners? Well, we're on, I just go to bobproctor.com, you'd find me. We, um, we're doing things all the time. Well, there you go. Um, I'm forever attempting to improve what we do. We have a program where we train people to do this business. We have um, probably three or 4,000 consultants now in 89 countries that do very, very well. We train people how to teach this to people, how to take the programs, and it's a very lucrative operation for the people, and I think it's very good. So. That's really what we're doing. I am starting a master class um, probably within a couple of weeks. And there's 10 subjects in here. Me and money is the first one. Most people don't understand money. That's why they don't earn much. They think they go to work for money. You don't. You provide service for money. You go to work for satisfaction. Me and money, how much is enough? The image maker. Let go and let God. See, God does all the work with and through us. Expect an abundance, the law of vibration. Um, after the secret, everybody's talking about the law of attraction. Hardly anybody understands it. The law of attraction is a secondary law. The law of vibration is the law. Gain an understanding of how the law of vibration works. The law of attraction is a secondary law. You can only attract to you according to the vibration you're in. We operate on frequencies. Well, at any rate, I wrote this after about 20 years in the business, 24 years. It's been 36 years since I wrote it. I'm going to run a master class, and every week for two hours, I'm teaching this for six months. It's going to be one phenomenal program. What I'm actually doing, I'm taking what took me from being a very lost, mixed up human being with no formal education, no business, to where I am today. And I'm going to show you how I did it, what I did. 
that master class, anybody can look on our company and uh, just ask for information. You'd get information on it. Just go to bobproctor.com. You've got the place there. Go to and um, just ask for information on our master class, Bob Proctor's master class. We will get it to you. And I'm looking forward to this. I, I really believe this is going to be some of the best work I've ever done because I'm very passionate about it. And um, I'm going to be doing it every week for six months. And there's great it, subject matter in here. It's really good stuff, you know. Love that. Bob, amazing. So if you're listening to this or watching this right now, don't be stupid. You've got filtered, very specific 86 years of wisdom instilled within this program right here. What a great investment to jump on. So go to bobproctor.com to check it out. You can connect with Bob there. Bob, thanks a million for being a part of this with us. Wow. Amazing. Your message is incredible. Thank you so much. Anybody, anybody can go to our site and download this book for nothing. I'm not quite sure where it is, but if they look, they'll find it. You were born rich. They can download the book. We'll give it to you. I have, it's a real pleasure for me to be on here. Um, invite me back. I'll come back. You, um, you're doing a great job, Joel, and um, I want to thank you for having me on. Thank you. Yeah, you've been a very incredible mentor to me over the years as well through your content you've been putting out, but also the times that we've met. Just, I just remember it being so profound every time we had conversations. So I just want to say thank you because a lot of the principles you taught me, one of them was if you can hold it in your head, you can hold it in your hand. And that was just one that gave me chills <laughs> down my spine. <laughs> I'll yeah. send you, I'll tell you, I'll send you, um, I'll have it sent to you right now, uh, Connecting the Dots. It's a video that we've made and I really like it. I think it's good. I think it can help a lot of people. You can give it away to your audience. It's, it's very, very good. Thank yeah. you, Bob. Thanks so much. Bob, just before we My wrap pleasure. up, one final question. If you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, your parting advice, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? For goodness sake, sit down and decide what you want. Write it out in present tense and just think of how to get it. Don't talk to anybody about why you can't. Don't think of why you can't. Forget about the problems you've got. Don't look into the past. Let it go. Think of how you can get what you want. You can have anything you want. You've got so much talent and ability within you.